This message you are about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Life Parish, December Farms Road, at Cable Stop, Agbara Dusada Road, Ogun State. The blessed as you listen. In my cup, Lord, I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench the testing of my soul. Bread of heaven, fill me till I want no more. Fill it up and make me home. One more time, fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench the testing of my soul. Red of heaven, fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup and make me I don't know where your cup appears to be empty. I don't know where you need the Lord to fill you. I don't know your expectation from the Lord. For God will fill you this morning even by His word. Lift up your voice and say, Father, fill me this morning with your bread of heaven. Fill me for satisfaction with your bread of heaven. Fill me this morning. With your bread of heaven, leka pore bose pahoria laga eboria nosa, leke horia basakuria ne bose pralia kata. Father, we thank you. Jesus, we worship you. Lord, we ask that you send your word with power this morning, and let our life never remain the same. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Our Lord and our God, we thank you. King of glory, we worship you. Bread of heaven, we thank you. Because we know you will fill us. You will quench our thirst. And our lives will never remain the same. Father, Lord, I take authority over any form of sickness represented here this morning. Be it in your body. Or in any areas of your life, as the Lord liveth, you are healed in the name of Jesus. As the Lord liveth, even as we go through His Word, the Word of the Lord will touch you in the area of your infirmity, and you will be made whole in the name of Jesus. Jesus, you were teaching in the temple, and your power was made available for all. Even as we send your Word on your behalf this morning. Let your word be made available. Let your power be made available to address every desire of anyone here. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. God bless you. You may be seated in God's presence. I want to look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, you are welcome to church this morning. And I prophesy into your life that as the Lord liveth, you will not go the same way you have come. 
in the name of Jesus. Open your Bibles with me quickly to Luke 5, verse 15 to 17. Luke 5, verse 15 to 17. Luke chapter 5, verse 15 to 17. If you are not there, let's read together from the screen. One to go. For so much the more went there a fame abroad of him. And great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmity. Verse 16. And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. Verse 17. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. I don't know your expectation. The power of God is present here this morning to heal you in the name of Jesus. I said the power of God is present to bless you in the name of Jesus. I said the power of God is present to lift you in the name of Jesus. In the text we just read, we are told in that place that multitudes, in verse 15, multitudes came to Jesus. They didn't just come for miracle. They came for two reasons. They came to hear and be healed. They came to hear and receive their expectation from Jesus. I don't know your own expectation. I speak again by the authority in the name of Jesus. Your expectations are delivered this week in the name of Jesus. I want to ask a question from that place. Why do they need to come to hear before they, they can be healed? Must they hear first before being healed? Must they hear any sermon from Jesus before their expectations can become reality? The answer is no. The answer is no. There were many instances in the scriptures where Jesus healed people, delivered people, without them having to sit down first and hear any sermon. Praise the Lord. In Matthew chapter 9 alone, there are not less than five miracles recorded there. And none of them has to do with them first coming to hear a sermon from Jesus. Mark, Matthew 9. I want to just list the miracles. You can read from beginning to the end. Jesus first healed the man that was sick of passing. In Matthew 9. He healed that man. He healed also the woman with the issue of blood. He woke up Jairus' daughter. He hid two blind men that came to him for healing. And he hid a particular dumb man. You can read Matthew 9 and see those miracles recorded there. None of those miracles has to do with them coming to hear any sermon from Jesus. I will only say that those miracles happened because Jesus decided to have compassion on people. And in the case of the woman with the issue of blood, we can also attribute a miracle to the fact that she had faith for her healing. Praise the Lord. There are many ways God can deliver people's expectation to them. 
still talking about healing in James 4, James 5, verse 14 to 15. The Bible makes us to understand that if anyone is sick, James 5, 14 to 15, that if anyone is sick, let them call to the elders of the church. Let them pray, pray of agreement with such fellow. Pray of faith with such fellow. And the word of God says in that place that the prayer of faith will heal the sick. And if he has committed any sin, God will forgive him. Praise the Lord. So people can get healed even without hearing sermons. However, I want to bring to us this morning that God can do virtually everything we want him to do for us even if we don't hear sermons. Even if we don't hear his word. But whether our deliverance, healing, promotion, everything whatsoever, whether they will be permanent, will depend on us. This is why the ministry of hearing the word of God and hearkening to the word of God is very, very important. Because when you hear the word of God, you will know. The word of God will expose you to the reason why the problem came. So the word of God will not just heal you. The word of God will expose you to the reason why the problem came. The word of God will teach you what to do to close the door against the enemy so that the enemy does not come again. This is why people who go to different places just to seek miracle, they keep having the reason to go again. Because they will never be satisfied. Because personally they haven't taken responsibility to grow in Christ. They haven't taken responsibility to know what they should know. So that they can proactively even prevent problems from coming. David said in Psalm 119 verse 67. He said, before I was afflicted, I went astray. I went astray. So maybe those people who came to Jesus to first hear and be healed. Maybe they will hear some of this truth in the sermon. Maybe they will hear what will boost their faith. Maybe they will hear what they need, the, the, the way they need to be living their lives so that the enemy can be kept at arm's length, far away from them. Praise the Lord. I want to bring to us this morning seven reasons why you should give yourself to the hearing of the word of God. The ministry of the word of God involves, does not just, it's not limited to somebody praying and you are saying, Amen, I receive it. The ministry of the word of God has to do with you giving yourself to listen to messages like the one we are preaching this morning. And that's what will make us better Christians. And the Lord will bless us in the name of Jesus. The Lord wants me to encourage this church to be a church of the word. A church where people will be addicted to listening to the word of God. So seven reasons why you should give yourself to hearing the word of God. Number one, the word of God attacks ignorance. I want to say, say just, just repeat, say the word of God attacks ignorance. Do we know that some of the problems we face, even as Christians, has to do with ignorance? So that is why, even if somebody has earthquake anointing, 
You come to that person, to that pastor, you say, just put your hand here. And let that problem disappear. Even if the problem goes, if there is something you should know, you don't yet know, that problem has a legal ground on which to stand and return. Hosea 4, verse 6, the Bible says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So knowledge is important. John 8, 32, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So anointing can set you free temporarily. The truth will keep you in freedom. Anointing can set a man free from bondage. It is the truth that will keep that person free. Anointing can break yokes. But anointing doesn't keep the devil far away. It is holiness that keeps the devil far away. Praise the Lord. Number two reason why you should give yourself to hearing the word of God is that the word of God attacks sin. The word of God attacks sin. And you and I, we agree together that the root of many problems is sin. And that's why David said in Psalm 119, verse 67, Before I was afflicted, I went astray. I went astray. I went in the wrong direction. I did the wrong thing. I didn't obey God. I didn't keep the word of God. Psalm 119 verse 11. Psalm 119 verse 11. David said, Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against you. Do we know that many Christians don't want to hear messages that attack sin? Do we know? They don't. And if you look at Luke 4, verse 31 to 36. Luke 4, 31 to 36. The Bible says that Jesus was teaching at Capernaum. Let's read it together. 31 to 36. Let's read together from the screen. And came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath day, verse 32. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. And in the synagogue there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil. And cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone, what have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee, who art thou? The Holy One of Israel. They are an unclean spirit that sponsor unrighteousness. And those same unclean spirits, they resist change. They may not cry out the way the, de the demon in this man cry out. But there are people that can sit in church and pastor is preaching and that spirit is ministering to them. Don't mind him. Continue your sin. Don't mind him. Sometimes that spirit will minister to some people that pastor is abusing you. That spirit will not say pastor is telling you the truth so that you can change. Sometimes that demon will minister to some people, get angry and leave that church. They are saying the truth too much. Praise the Lord. 
That's how unclean spirits manifest. Unclean spirits will make some people come to church and they only see fault. They won't see good things. They will see fault. Unclean spirits even make people get angry at what we help them. I pray for everyone listening to me this morning. Unclean spirits will not have space in your life in the name of Jesus. Why should you give yourself to hearing the word of the Lord? Number three, the word of God is the conveyor of faith. The word of God gives faith. Romans 10 verse 17, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Anyone that is not hearing the word of God, such a person cannot grow in faith. Imagine when COVID-19 started. If all you were here in that time is that the number of cases in Nigeria is now 5,000. It's now 10,000. It's now this. You are not hearing anointed messages. You are not hearing the word of God. You are not studying the word of God. The more you feed yourself with bad news, with the news of what is going, going on, the more you sponsor fear in your life, the more. If you listen to uh, global foreign news, Al Jazeera, CNN, it's bad news everywhere. But the Bible is my own book of good news. So if the whole world is projecting to me, see what is happening in Syria, see what is happening there, I come to the word of God to see what is happening in my life. I see from here what must be my own lot. I don't see on TV what my portion will be. This is why we must give ourselves to hearing the word of the Lord. And the Lord will bless us in the name of Jesus. In Hebrews 4 verse 2, Hebrews 4 verse 2, I want us to read it together. It's not everyone that hears the word that prosper by the word. Hebrews 4 verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that had it. So without faith, the word of God you are hearing will not benefit you. So this is why, you know Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word. If you have faith, as you should have, you will hear God even beyond the messages you hear. There are many times I was telling the workers this morning, when I listen to one message or the other before I go to bed, I will have an encounter in my dream as it regards that particular message I listen to. Because I listen to that message with expectation. And that's the same kind of culture I am believing God that all of us will give ourselves to because in the dimension of us hearing God's word, I see God do ma doing mighty things in the life of someone in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. In Mark 6, verse 5 to 6, the Bible makes us to understand that Jesus could not do many mighty works in his hometown. Except that he lay hands on few people who were his. Why? Lack of faith. 
lack of faith. Where faith is lacking, it is because the word of the word of God is not dwelling richly in people. It is what you feed yourself more with that you believe. If you know too much about the devil, you believe the devil. That's why I always say fear means faith in the devil. If you fear what the devil can do, what the enemy can do, what that juju man can do, it is because you have given yourself to knowing too much about the fake power the devil has and you know less about the power of God that is supreme. That's why the fear of the devil has gripped you. For somebody listening to me this morning, the spirit of boldness possesses you in the name of Jesus. According to Matthew 17 verse 20, you don't need that big faith to move your mountain. It's just that small one, like most seed. If only you can just believe small. You will stand before that mountain that has been there for several years and tell the mountain it is time to move. I want someone on this on or a seat. I don't know the mountain in your life. I want to speak against that mountain within the next 30 seconds. Just lift up your voice and say to that mountain, if it is sickness, if it is stagnancy, if it is joblessness, say to that mountain with faith right now and say, mountain, move. that mountain to move. You don't need big faith to say it. Mountain of barrenness, of stagnancy, of sickness. Move in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Do you know that faith produces obedience? Faith produces obedience. And I want to say that faith and obedience, they are the true evidences that we truly hear God's word. If as a father you tell your child, go and do this for me. If that child doesn't do what you ask him or her to do, and you come back, didn't you hear me? Is that not what you will say? Didn't you hear me? So the reason why many of us disobey God is because we are here to hear Him well. We haven't opened up our ears to really hear God the right way. We are still doubting what we hear from God. We haven't allowed what we hear from God to be internalized in us. That's why pastor would say, the Bible says, according to Malachi, bring all ye the tithe to the house of God. And you will say, it's for the Old Testament Christians. Like some people that listen to that, the priest used to say. I used to tell people, I don't do things out of what others tell me. I do things by revelation. So that is why, anytime I'm in doubt about anything, I want to pray to God. To encounter me in that area. So that I don't disobey. Thinking I am right. Praise the Lord. 
So disobedience is an evidence that we don't know God the way we should know Him. That's why we should give ourselves to hearing Him more and knowing more about Him. So that we can have faith in Him to the level that we can obey Him like Abraham. God told Abraham, bring that your, that your only child I gave you at old age. I need that same child. Bring him. Abraham, like Mumu, carried that child and was going to sacrifice that child. But in our generation, bring 10%, we are arguing with God. We are saying, no, it's like those pastors, they are, they are very smart. You are not giving to pastor. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. First Timothy 4 verse 15. I want to show us something there. First Timothy 4 verse 15. Can we read it together? Meditate upon these things. Give thyself only to them. That thy profiting may appear to all. So the obedience that comes out of faith. Is what I define by this scripture. It means giving yourself only to what you hear. Not partially. Believing the word of God as you have heard, as you have read in his word. In totality. To the level that you will walk with that, work of, with that word of God. And begin to profit with it in every area of your life. May that be the portion of someone from this morning. In the name of Jesus. Number four reason why you should listen and hear the word of the Lord is that the word of the Lord is the quickening spirit. John 6 verse 63. The word of God is the quickening spirit. It is the spirit that quickened. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. It was Jesus saying this. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and life. As I am speaking it, the spirit of the almighty God is doing what should happen in your life. It's quickening you. It's waking up whatever is dead. I see the spirit of the Lord quickening quickening somebody in the area of his finances in the name of Jesus. That's why Psalm 107 verse 20, the Bible says he sent his word and heed them and then deliver them from their destructions. There are many things the devil sends to destroy people. It's not only sickness. Sickness is just one of them. So the word of God will do much more than healing people. The word of God will deliver people from all banners of weapons that Satan has in his armory to use to destroy people. I see someone being totally set free in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Number five, the word of God performs surgery. Hebrews 4 verse 12. Hebrews 4 verse 12. The word of God performs surgery. Hebrews 4 verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. 
the word of God is more effective when it comes to surgery than doctor's knife. The word of God can locate where the problem is and that problem will disappear. I've had a testimony of someone who was on the hospital bed in Spain. Diagnosed of cancer. Condemned to die. And the person joined a program that was going on in Nigeria here, online. And the word of God from Nigeria located that person through his, his computer that he was using to stream the message, the, 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 the program live. And he felt a touch suddenly in his body. And that same day, he was diagnosed, he was diagnosed that cancer is no longer there. The same hospital where they gave him that report, they withdrew it. They apologized. The same day, one of the testimonies God has used me to, God has used to encourage me, even as a small boy in his hand, happened one day when I was men's president at our area headquarters. We had a family prayer meeting Saturday morning. So I prayed, and as I went to my seat, after praying, and the area pastor was standing up, somebody came to call me that a man was lying down outside the church. So I got there. The man was sick, and he, he heard that there's a program in church. He managed to come. And when he got to the front of the church, he lost strength. He lied down in front of the church and was foaming in his mouth. I didn't know what to do. I was confused. And, you know, God just possessed me with the spirit of faith. And I just spoke to him. I heard his hand. I said, whatever is the source of this sickness is arrested. As I did that, I left him and I came inside. He was still there. Then the devil came to minister to me. Have you prayed for him? Is that how, how simple it happens? Instead of you to still be binding and casting for one hour, you just pray short prayer, you left him. I looked back and I saw that man enter the church. He stood up and he entered the church. When we finished, I saw him bouncing to his house. I sent for him. I said, sir, come. Let's agree together to pray for that. He said, you didn't know what happened to me. After I had you pray and you left, suddenly something left my body. And I saw strength return and I stood up on my feet. For somebody listening to me this morning, the word of God locates your area of challenge right now in the name of Jesus. The word of God can do surgery. The devil will put something somewhere. The word of God will go there and remove it. The devil can plant fibroids in your womb. The word of God has the authority to go there and uproot it. The devil can decide whatever the devil likes. But where the word of God gains entrance, Darkness has to give way. For somebody here this morning, that 
satanic manipulation over your destiny. Give way this morning in the name of Jesus. Number six, the word of God is the conveyor of the spirit of God. The word of God is the conveyor of the spirit of God. Ezekiel 2 verse 2. The Bible says, as he spoke to me, the spirit entered me. Ezekiel 2 verse 2. Can we read together from the screen? And the spirit entered into me when he spake unto me. And set me upon my feet that I had him that spake unto me. Where the word of God is being sent, the spirit of God is gaining entrance into your situation. The spirit of God is gaining entrance right now in the name of Jesus. And any other spirit is living right now in the name of Jesus. Strangers are living right now in the name of Jesus. Strangers are running away right now in the name of Jesus. In Acts 19, verse 2 to 7. Acts 19, verse 2 to 7. Some people receive the gift of the Holy Spirit just by the spoken word. Acts 19, 2 to 7. Can we read it together? He said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much heart whether there be any Holy Ghost. Somebody say ignorance. They have not heard. Nobody has preached to them in a sermon that there is Holy Ghost. That Holy Ghost is the birthright of every Christian. That every Christian needs to be spirit filled. They have not heard. They don't hear sermons. They only say, Pastor, pray and let me go. Verse 3. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. That's not enough. Water baptism is not enough. Then said Paul, John, verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people, that they should believe on him, we should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. Verse 5. When they had this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Verse 6. And when Paul had laid his hand upon them, the Holy Ghost came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. And all men, all the, all the men were about twelve. I don't know who is here, who is not yet baptized. As the Lord liveth, you will not escape the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Today is not the day of laying of hands. But if you can believe in the name of Jesus, you are filled with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Be filled with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Be filled with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Lastly, number seven. The word of God will grow you in the school of the Spirit. The word of God will give to you spiritual promotion. Do you know that the same way if we go to school, we build our vocabulary in English. More words, more terminologies, 
more knowledge in this and that, the same way we accumulate it. If in the same way we have labored to grab deeper knowledge of God, many of us will have become terror to the kingdom of darkness. Acts 20 verse 32. Acts 20 verse 32. And now brethren, I commend you to God. Let's read it together from the screen. And now brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to do what? Build you up and give you an, an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. Sanctified people, they are born again. Living a holy life. Yet, they may not have their inheritance without the ministry of the word of God. That's what Apostle Paul said. I, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. The secret for you to be built up is in the word of his grace. I want you to commit to it. I want you to soak yourself into it. I want you to receive the word of God like never before. I pray for somebody the word of God will dwell richly in you in the name of Jesus. The word of God will become flesh to you in the name of Jesus. The word of God will become real to you in the name of Jesus. Before we round up, I want us to read Acts 28 verse 27. I want to pray for some people before we pray and round up. Acts 28 verse 27. For the heart of these people is wax gross. And their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes are they closed. Lest they should see with their eyes. And hear with their ears. And understand with their hearts. And should be converted. And I should hear them. It doesn't matter what you believe God for in your life. Healing in your body. New job. Promotion. Lifting. This scripture is saying that if only you had listened. You have opened your ears and, uh, your, your ears and your eyes to receive the word of God. And respond to it by being converted, by giving your life to Jesus. It will have happened before now. But it's not too late. You are here this morning listening to me. You know that you are living in sin. You know that if by the reason of your sin, God says what you are believing him for, he will not do. You know that God is justified. You are here this morning. I want to put your right hand on your chest if you want to decide to, 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 to give your life to Jesus this morning. Just put that hand on your chest. Into my life. Into my life. Come into my heart. Lord Jesus. Come in today. Come in to stay. Come into my heart. Lord Jesus, into my heart, into my heart, come in 
to my heart, Lord Jesus, come in today, come in to stay, come in to my heart, Lord Jesus. If you are putting your hand on your chest, I want you to pray after me, say, Lord Jesus. I am sorry for every of my sins. I am sorry for where I have not hearkened to your word in the past and be converted. I am sorry for wherever I have resisted your word. Lord, I am sorry wherever I have disobeyed your word. Father, have mercy on me. Forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, draw me closer to yourself. Cleanse me up and let my life be transformed. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. God bless you. I want to feed that card you are given. I would like to communicate with us later and encourage us. And the Lord will bless us in the name of Jesus. Brethren, can we rise up on our feet? Let's open our Bibles to Jeremiah 17, verse 14 to 15. I want somebody to pray this prayer. Jeremiah 17, verse 14 to 15. I want you to pray this morning. Can you, we look up to the screen and read it together with faith? I want us to read it with faith. One to go. Heal me. Does it sound like a prayer to you? I want you to read it loud like we are praying it. One to go. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For thou at my praise. Verse 15. Behold, they say unto me, Where is the word of the Lord? Let it come now. I want you to lift up your voice. I don't know what you believe God for. You are going to say, Father, where is my word of healing? Where is my word of lifting? Where is my word of promotion? Let it come now. Send me your Lord now. And let me be healed. And let me be lifted. And let me be transformed. In the name of Jesus. Le porebo se poria lia carose, e pariga la carose lia cata, e mozica la porebo se cate, il mio lord and I shall be in, save me, oh lord and I shall be saved. O pocataya la porebo se cate, riporia basa cataya, magerose che roboria basa cata. Magaosia lia posekete, e parosi gloria lia calabosa. Makata e baraguria la cose poriaba. Makaziga roquetoria bazakata. Father Joseph was in the prison. His word came. 
his word came and he was delivered from the prison. Father, let the word of somebody come right now, right now. Receive your word, receive your own word, your word of healing, your word of healing, your word of healing. The word of freedom, receive now, receive it now, receive it now, receive it now, receive it now. You need to pray better. It's just that one prayer we are praying. Father, where is my word? Where is my word? Where is my word of promotion? Where is my word of transformation? Father, send me your word. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. I want you to stretch forth your hands to the altar with faith. Father, in the name of Jesus, it is written that you sent your word and heed them and deliver them from their destructions. Father, I stand by the authority in the name of Jesus to decree over the lives of everyone listening to me this morning. Whatever has been sent to destroy you, I send the word of God against them in the name of Jesus. That sickness assigned to terminate your life according to the calendar of the enemy is arrested by the word of the Lord in the name of Jesus. That problem that the enemy has programmed into your future is arrested by the spoken word of the Lord in the name of Jesus. That satanic blockage on your way to promotion is arrested by the spoken word of the Lord this morning in the name of Jesus. Whatever the words of the enemy has killed in your life, by the word of the Lord, that is the quickly spirit, such things are quickly back to life, in the name of Jesus. That organ that is not functioning well, according to the words of the doctors, according to the word of the Lord, is quickly back to life, in the name of Jesus. Where men have spoken negative words over you, and you are seeing the impact, I stand by the authority in the name of Jesus to decree and declare that that satanic ensnare, that the, the, the word of the enemy that has ensnared your destiny is reversed in the name of Jesus. I pray for someone laboring under a curse. That cause is broken this morning in the name of Jesus. That power that has limited 
your business, your career. By the word they spoke from that dear altar, I stand upon the altar of the Lord to speak the word of prosperity over your life and family, over your business. I say go and prosper in the name of Jesus. Wherever you desire a change, your change has come in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. All glory and honor be unto your name. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed.